This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Amanda Connolly is Global News political reporter, and she's weighed in to uh, set the table for us as to what we can anticipate and what might conceivably move the needle for any one of these candidates. Amanda, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, So we're all ramping up for this thing. Uh, You follow the strategy of the political parties, the uh, respective parties. Do you want to break it out along those lines? I mean, uh, what is it necessary for any of the respective party leaders to do tonight to, as I say, move the needle in a positive direction? Well, that's really going to be the big question. Again, we only have two weeks left to go in this debate, and we really haven't seen a lot of movement so far in the polls. Everyone is pretty much where they were when the campaign started about three and a half weeks ago now. And so for the leaders going into this, I think when you look at the front runners, obviously Justin Trudeau and Andrew Scheer, they're really going to be focusing a lot on each other. Justin Trudeau in terms of fending off attacks from Andrew Scheer, as well as from Jagmeet Singh, the NDP leader. And with Andrew Scheer, of course, He's going to be facing criticisms from both uh, Justin Trudeau, from Jagmeet Singh, that he is, is not, uh, he is not in the centre enough, but also questions from Maxime Bernier, the leader of the People's Party of Canada, that he is not enough of a Conservative. And so you're really going to see, I think, in this debate, the dynamic where all of the frontrunners are really going to be getting it from all sides. Their political flanks are going to be completely uh, up for, for attack, really, here. And so what we're going to see from that, again, is, is focusing on, on issues that are um, progressive for those in the left. So things like pipeline, I would expect to hear a lot more about. Uh, SNC-Lavalin, of course, is a big issue that we will likely hear, uh, again, particularly uh, Jagmeet Singh, uh, Andrew Scheer, Elizabeth May with the Green Party going after Trudeau on. And then for Andrew Scheer, he will likely be asked a lot of questions about social issues, things where he has been vulnerable in the past. So abortion, his stance on same-sex marriage and things like that, where he really hasn't done, um, I think a lot of people would say, a good enough job of assuring people that those will not be either reopened or that, they are, uh, that his views are kind of fit with where most of the, of the society is at right now. That was what we saw in the, the TVA French debate, for sure, was trying to nail him down on those issues. All right. Uh, and so really what we can watch is, uh, depending on who goes after whom, uh, that's going to indicate or telegraph who they're trying to peel votes away from, correct? Absolutely. And again, I think one of the, the interesting ones here to watch will definitely be Andrew Scheer and Maxine Bernier, because, of course, Bernier is wanting to peel off some of those votes from the Conservative Party, and Andrew Scheer really needs to keep that vote coalesced, keep it uh, the big blue tent together in order to have a, a realistic or a strong chance of challenging Trudeau. And so to have, if Bernier is able to come into this, his first kind of national uh, stage um, environment here and make a good showing that, that, that tells other conservatives maybe he's a viable option, that's a big problem for Andrew Scheer. So he, ha- he really has to go into this making sure that he has his points down pat, that he can nail, uh, really kind of bring that vote together, and that he's not losing votes on either side of the, the left or the right. Right. Uh, well, you know, Maxime Bernier has got to also uh, project that he is, in fact, a viable option. A lot of people have him as a marginalized candidate who just slid in under the wire and was accepted into the debate. The other thing is, uh, when it comes to Jagmeet Singh, uh, Elizabeth May as well, there's kind of an interesting dynamic between those two trying to assert their progressive cred and perhaps even uh, outflank Justin Trudeau and the Liberals on that front. So uh, how do you think that dynamic will play? Because you've got the three people positioning themselves as the voice of progressives. 
that one's going to be really interesting because what what they're doing basically may and saying right now is they're fighting it out for third place and we don't really know which one will actually end up in that position right now normally of course historically it's been the ndp but we have seen in provincial elections this green surge and so that's one of the big questions here as well as will elizabeth may be able to come into this debate on the national stage and do a good enough job of convincing voters that she is again a viable option and so that's a big challenge for uh, both May and for Bernier is to convince people that, again, you don't have to go with the main three parties or the, the, the main kind of uh, two parties, I guess, even in particular. You can look to these other smaller options and, and give them a chance. Um, and so for her, I think you're, you're really going to see Jagmeet Singh and Elizabeth May facing off on a lot of progressive issues, everything from pharmacare to the environment, areas where Elizabeth May may think that she is able to um, pull votes away from Singh where he's not progressive enough, as you were, as, as you were noting there. Um, and that's going to be, again, a, a big challenge for him because he is a relative newcomer on the federal stage. He did do a, a pretty good job, I think, in the French debate last week with TVA. He got a lot of praise for his performance there. And so we're going to have to see if he can do it again in English with a much bigger stage and much more competitors because Liz May wasn't there last time. Mm. Again, Amanda Connolly's with us, Global News political reporter, in anticipation of tonight's debate, 7 to 9, and uh, we'll cover it live in progress, followed by, uh, well, the unpacking and uh, Alex Pearson on her program. Let me ask you, Amanda, I mean, the undecided vote right now, uh, as much as it's been firmed up, I'm hearing different reports, but about where does that sit percentage-wise? I think, you know, when, when you get into this, you're, we're seeing kind of numbers for the Liberals and the Conservatives. They're... Their, their decided voters are coming in at about, you know, 30 to 33, 34% support. Normally, to get into kind of a majority territory, you need to have a party that has roughly around closer to 35, 37, 38. And you want, you want to the high 30s to get into a majority government. And so what that really tells us here is, again, as you're saying, there's a lot of undecided voters and people who have not been making up their minds yet. We've seen flux in between the Green Party and the NDP. And so what impact those voters have it's going to be fascinating to watch going forward because they can either go to the polls, they could just not show up, right? They could stay home and not vote. And that is a really big problem for particularly Justin Trudeau right now because the people who tend to not vote are the people that he needs to vote for him if he wants to win. It's young Canadians, students, Indigenous voters. And so they were people who came out a lot last time, who came out in force and were very clearly decided. We're not really seeing a lot of that this time around. And so that's a big problem. Yeah, and then there's the migrating vote as well. Uh, It's being suggested by some recent polls that uh, he doesn't have the support of women that he did in 2015. Is that right? Yeah, that's certainly what we've seen so far. I mean, I think you you can attribute that to a number of different things, but uh, one of the big questions there really is is what role did the SNC-Lavalin affair play in that? Of course, that was when uh, Justin Trudeau booted out two female caucus members from the Liberal Party, Jane Philpott and uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould, who was the former Attorney General. And that, I think, left a lot, left a bit of a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. It just, it, it didn't really, um, Trudeau came under a lot of criticism with that for how he handled it. It was framed in a way by the Conservatives as him attacking strong, outspoken women in the caucus. And of course, that kind of went right to the heart of those feminist credentials. And so we're really seeing them try to shore that up right now, try to court female voters, because again, that's a group that tends to historically vote um, more often liberal, and they need to keep that vote in their camp if they want to have a chance to win. The whole setup tonight, though, uh, doesn't seem like it's conducive to doing a deep dive on any serious issues. Agree or disagree? <laughs> I think 
think that that is going to be a challenge. Um, again, we've never seen a debate like this before, so it's hard to say yes or no uh, with any real certainty. But what does appear clear is, it's, again, we've not seen this format. It's six candidates up on stage. It's five journalists who will be moderating. And so, you know, you, you would certainly think that going into it, they have, figured, they have tried to figure out a way to make this go as smoothly as possible with enough opportunities to hold the leaders to account. But when you've got that many people up on the stage and kind of involved, it's got to be a challenge. I think the other thing to note uh, is at about 9.05, uh, watch how furiously the different war rooms are spinning tonight. <laughs> There's going to be. You might even ask yourself, uh, were we watching the same debate, depending on who you listen to? Because they really do come out at the end of it and uh, try to position. However uh, their candidate acquits themselves, they're going to be positioned as the winner from the respective war rooms, are they not? Absolutely. And I think one of the things that you're going to see here, too, is, again, watch for those one-liners. Watch for those uh, kind of surprise attacks for the parties to draw out uh, perhaps things that we haven't heard before. We, we saw that from Andrew Scheer in the French debate with Tavia, where he pulled out the, the fact that Justin Trudeau has been traveling with two planes on the campaign so far and called him a hypocrite. So that's the kind of thing is that, again, for the parties, if they're able to land that hit and they're able to catch an opponent off guard, that's the kind of thing that afterwards you're really going to see them play that up and try and position... Um, their candidate, their leader, as the winner from that debate. It's not entirely clear yet, again, whether that um, will have a huge impact on voters because there's a lot of things that go into how voters view debates. It can be tone, it can be aggression, it can be those kind of one-liners that, that come off and really stick to a candidate. And so all those things are going to come together and, and hopefully give us a sense of, of who is doing the best in this debate and who, uh, who did not perform to uh, their, their top potential. Yeah, some of the strategy, I think, is mining for sound bites that are easily digestible right afterwards or the next day, certainly, uh, rather than, a, as I say, deep dive on policy issues. So, again, it'll be interesting to see if anybody, uh, A, hits a home run or a knockout punch or, at the very least, acquits themselves well enough that they can claim victory and uh, maybe carry forward for the next two weeks. I appreciate your weighing in, Amanda. We're going to watch with fascination tonight to uh, see how this one all plays out and what the ramifications are. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Amanda Connolly, Global News political reporter on the much-anticipated debate. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.